Well, welcome to the Midweek Booster of Take Him With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. I'm Rick Moyer, and today is the first day that we're going to jump into the book of James. And for the next five weeks, start at, including today, uh, we will be reading a chapter out of the book of James from the New Living Translation. So let's get started and, and go through it. James chapter 1, verse 1. This letter is from James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm writing to the twelve tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad. Greetings. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask Him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Believers who are poor have something to boast about, for God has honored them, and those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers. The little flower droops and falls, and its beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love Him. And remember, when you're being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and He never let or never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us His true word, and we, out of all creation, became His prized possession. Understand this, my brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you've heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you're fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. That's chapter one of James from the New Living Translation. I hope you enjoyed your midweek booster. 
That's a lot to chew on. I recommend going back and listening to it two or three times and just letting it sink into your heart. Some fantastic things to uh, hang our life on right there in the Bible. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time on the Midweek Booster. Take him with you. This week on Take Him With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. It's called Surviving Churchianity. Yeah, but there were other churches that we went to where it was like a business and nobody knew each other. And they didn't bother to say hello to you or make eye contact with you. And there were a few others where they kind of just attacked you, which was uncomfortable. You know, like, eat or something, you know? Right. Uh, we shopped around quite a bit until we found um, the church we ended up going to for about, what, eight years? Okay, it was quite eight years, yeah. but for a while. Was, yeah. So, so, so you, okay, so you guys finally found a church and you started to get kind of hooked into it and everything. Um Tell us, you know, without, I mean, obviously people, you know, nobody knows the, the name of the church or anything. I don't think anybody's going to be freaked out by sharing this experience. But what what were some of the contributing factors of you? Because you don't go there anymore, right? Right. What were some of the reasons, Dave, for you that you decided, look, at this isn't for me anymore? Uh, I, I kind of just felt a disconnect. Uh, well, for one thing, I was asked to be on the stewardship committee. Have you ever had a tough time with the folks in church? Have you ever not wanted to go to church because of the people that go there? Maybe you were burned, or maybe you love your church. Well, this week we're going to talk about the pros and the cons of going to church and what it means to live our faith in everyday life. It's called Surviving Churchianity Part 1, and I interview my friends Jen and Dave Amy joins me, and I think you'll enjoy the interview as well. It's informative for everyone. Plus, we have words of wisdom. I talk about taking pictures with my friend Mike's macro lens, fighting discouragement, and a review of my new Acer netbook. Join me for Take Him With You.